Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is a Lip Media podcast. If anyone is listening, this is so great. Um, and you want a, a hand drawn postcard from me, <laughs> if you DM us on IG and say, yep, "Hey, you, you know, I heard you. Like, if you give me your address, I will post you a hand drawn watercolor painting in front of the environment it's being painted. Yes, I highly recommend this service by Daphne. It's super adorable. <laughs> Hi, my name is June and I'm Daph and you're listening to our podcast List Me Tender where we delve into bucket list things to do before you turn 30. Welcome back for another episode and I hope everyone has been keeping well and safe. The episode topic that we will be talking about this week Mm -hmm. is take a class to learn a new skill. Also very appropriate during COVID time because we all have more time being at home. Do you want to read the blog for us? If there is something you've always wanted to learn to do properly, for career purposes or just as a hobby, then do it now before you become bogged down with too many responsibilities. Getting educated in something that you love, no matter how big or small, will give you that extra bit of confidence and something exciting to focus on. And don't feel guilty if you don't go on to use your newfound knowledge. This is just as much about enjoying the process as it is about producing results. Mm -hmm. Interesting. That is the blurb of the week. Such a nice blurb. Yeah. So low guilt. (laughs) (laughs) You could do it or you could not do it. You can do it, but don't use the knowledge. (laughs) That is also okay. I do find it interesting how it splits things into the academic career side or the hobby side. Don't you think? I think in today's world of like like the companies we work in, especially with like the tech companies, there is a big focus on educating yourself outside of what you do of work, but it has to be relevant to your field. For example, I'm a project manager and if I'm like, I want to go to cooking school, they're going to be like, no, we're not going to pay for you to go to cooking school. <laughs> but if you want to learn how to be a scrum master, then maybe we will pay for it because it's more relevant to your career. So maybe we could start with the career ones then because they're kind of the more serious things. So did you do a Scrum Master course? I actually did do a Scrum Master (laughs) course. (laughs) Okay, for those of you that are not familiar with tech at all, what exactly is a Scrum Master, Daph? Okay, so to be honest, I did this workshop and (laughs) I don't actually know what a Scrum Master do except (laughs) make sure people are on track and communicating. But with this amazing title of Scrum Master... (laughs) All jokes aside, there is always basic principles that go with running Scrum. But when it comes to actual execution and actual fact, it also really depends on how, yeah, what your project Mm -hmm. is. Would you do it again? Would you recommend it? The best part of going to workshops is actually interacting with other people Mm. that attend. 
the classes. I think that's where I get my most knowledge from is just chatting to what other people do. It's that learning and chatting and listening to other people that are also attending the course. For me, that was like a bigger takeaway. Um, and yeah, and obviously mm. it was nice to have a, some sort of a formalized education. With a certificate at the end. With a certificate at the <laughs> end and I'm a scrum master, everybody. <laughs> I feel learning on paper is so different when it comes to actually putting it in action. Yeah. But yes, June, you are a UX designer now and you did a course. Yeah, so I'm a product designer now. I did do a course, but additionally to that course, I also did a product management class. It was twice a week for 10 weeks. And similar thing, I really love the people that were in the class. It was several years ago now, and I can't say I took away a whole lot other than some of the tools that they used were really cool. So if you have an idea, even if it's a very fresh idea, you can use these tools to quickly jot down what the key value propositions of that idea might be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was pretty fun. I probably wouldn't have done it if I weren't working for that education provider that offered these classes for free for any of their staff. Otherwise, I think you had to pay thousands of dollars, which I definitely wouldn't have wanted to do. Mm. So were you doing your UX course and the product management course? No. So I had just finished my UX course and then I stayed on as a TA for the same full-time course. So during the day, I was a teaching assistant. And then at nighttime, twice a week, I would do this product management Ah, class. Ah, nice, nice. Yeah, for free. I actually did do a, a Udemy product management course, but I wasn't super motivated. And Udemy is a, an educational skill sharing platform. There are so much stuff on it. It's so different doing a course and then actually doing it in real life. What do you mean? In the actual work environment. Oh, like applying like the knowledge. You can learn all the theories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like applying the knowledge. I always learn by doing and I have to be in it to mm-hmm. be able to really do it otherwise I'm just pretty lazy <laughs> so did you find it quite theoretical yeah they would like give you scenarios and I'm like I know for a fact that that scenario <laughs> will like that would never happen <laughs> do you feel that way too I definitely think there is so much content that until you have to be in the hot seat and apply it yourself it doesn't register in your brain as true knowledge yeah not to discount the head knowledge I think that at least for me in my role, because I do work with a lot of product managers, it helped me understand what their role is and how I can communicate with them better. So maybe it's a nice supplement then. Yeah, right. And speak the Um, language. And be able to speak the language and understand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Would you consider further academic or career studies in your life? I never imagined I wanted to study again, but mm-hmm. recently I've the idea of like doing a master's has definitely mm. been something I have been thinking about on and off. But yeah, I, I definitely feel like the desire to learn is mm-hmm. there, but maybe in a more disciplined manner um, oh. where like I have to go to class. Well, who knows whether you can even go to class <laughs> anymore. Um, but yeah, I need some sort of structure in right. my life to be able to do something. So I know that. I know that of myself. How about yourself, June? I could also see myself doing a master's. I haven't thought about it all that much, but it is definitely on the radar. 
And I also have ambitions of being such a model student. I will sit in the front. I will read all the readings. I will do all the homework. I will be such a good group participant. Are you going to be one of those annoying people <laughs> that put up their hands? I think I will be those annoying people. I'll ask the questions, you know, I'll trigger conversations. <laughs> um, no, I respect that. I think I would be the same too. I want to undo all the wrongs that I did in my early 20s. <laughs> repent for your previous sins (laughs) yeah yeah there's something about the fact that you realize how much these things cost and that really what you're walking away with is that knowledge and the experience of doing it with your peers and I do think it is such a privilege to be able to also spend the time and money to really delve in and learn and study like looking back I never really appreciated that I think when we were in uni but now you're like wow it's actually that gift of time where you can just dedicate to learning and discussing and talking it is very different so true yeah yeah hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What about hobby things? Are there classes or courses that kind of changed your life? The funny thing is, I feel like I did so many classes and workshops in my 20s. It was like Mm -hmm. all the rage. But I'm struggling to remember the few hobby-related workshops that I have done. I did a (laughs) cheese-making workshop in Sydney um, at Cornersmith. Uh, soft cheeses so hard cheeses are actually quite difficult to make Uh, we did it in cornersmith Mm, when they first opened and yeah it was so great you can make ricotta cheese at home for example so easily so i did a cheese making workshop that was really good and do you still use it do you still make cheese no (laughs) you have you ever made it after that (laughs) i don't make cheese (laughs) no you just know how I just know how. I just know how. And if I have to, I wouldn't be scared about it. I'll be like, okay, right. I will read the recipe and I will make it. Yeah, that's still um, important. <laughs> what else? I think this is maybe the origin story that really sparked my interest in food outside of cooking and where my food comes from. It was on this farm in Garygong mm-hmm. in New South Wales. So I think it was a two hours drive from Sydney on mm-hmm. this farm called Buena Vista Farm. And it was a day we spent on the farm. And that was the day when I got introduced to happy chickens. So the Aww. chickens were just running around in the paddock. And they were like they really happy. And I'm like, they have such a good life. Um, but it was a whole day on the farm where we did a farm tour. And we also did a workshop where we learned how to make um, sourdough. Uh, we mm. learned how to make butter. So, you know, you can actually, if you have really good quality milk, you can just put it in the jar and just shake and it shake really, it. I have really hard. And it it. churns itself and it becomes butter. That's amazing. So you can make butter at home if you want to. And then we make cookies and biscuits with sourdough discard. So that in itself showed me you can do that you never thought that you could do. Another workshop, hobby workshop that I did. And this was back in the day where I was really into vintage, which I still am, but I just don't do it as often anymore. My cousin and I did Mm -hmm. a a hair and makeup, but pin up hair and makeup. Mm -hmm 
uh, workshop and it was such a great workshop because up to this day I still use the techniques they taught us to do like pin up hair like how to set your hair mm. how to curl your hair what sort of like products to use and up to this day I still use those skills I learned from that one hair and makeup pin up day to do my hairstyles today so you actually apply it to your everyday life yeah, up to this day, I still do. Such a great class. Love it. It was organized by this amazing pinup photography studio mm-hmm. in Sydney called Sherbet Birdie. Highly recommend. So good. <laughs> Cute. How about you, June? Hobby-wise, in preparation for this episode, I tried to get onto a Skillshare class. Have you ever tried Skillshare before? No. It's another one of those platforms where you just have access to a whole gamut of different classes. And this particular class that I wanted to do was called Watercolor Workout, 14 Days of Drills to Advance Your Skills. So I have only started watercoloring in the last like few months. And ideally, I like the principle of it because it was all about building up your skill base so you could go away and apply that to whatever art you wanted. Mm-hmm. However, this is the thing that I struggle with with these online classes and especially this one because I did not pay a cent for it considering I was still on the two-month trial. I did four of the classes in the space of like one afternoon and then I got bored of it and I never went back to it. And this is my problem. I think because it's so available and so free, I just discount it and think that I could do it at any point. So what's the point of doing it now? Mm -hmm. It would really help me if there were set times or if I paid a little bit or if there was someone else doing it alongside me so that we could keep each other accountable to say, hey, what did you think of class one? Ha ha ha, this was great or this wasn't. I need some level of that. Otherwise, I'll just abandon. I can't think of the number of times I've signed up for a class and I just never thought about it again. (laughs) I agree with everything that you're saying and this, I need some sort of a discipline and accountability. Mm -hmm. I think that's partially it. But also I feel so bad because I'm like, now that you said that, I'm like, does that mean we just need to be punished and we have to pay? Like we need to feel... (laughs) We have to fork out something of our own to make it worth our time and effort. Yeah, I think there is something to like the human psychology of being having ownership in something, right? Yeah. I don't know if it's punishment, but just the fact that you've already invested something so you feel like you should like you need continue. to finish it. Yeah. Something. Um okay. <laughs> that aside, how was the four courses that you did? Did you learn anything? Was it useful? I really loved it. Her whole uh, class was around understanding your brush and getting a feel for what your strokes are. And that's something that I've never had to pay attention to before. Definitely useful, but just something that I did not get around to. Maybe now that I've talked about it and I feel really guilty, I'll go back (laughs) and finish it. I also do watercolor Mm -hmm. at the crag when Alex goes (laughs) If anyone is listening, is so great. Um, and you want a, a hand-drawn postcard from me, <laughs> if you DM us on IG and say, yep, "Hey, 
you know, I heard you, like, if you give me your address, I will post you a hand-drawn watercolor painting. With an equally adorable note. <laughs> With a note attached to it. I'm being serious, guys, because, like, every yeah. time I go to the crag and Alex is climbing, I will watercolor something. I, I pretty much watercolor what I see. So Love it. Then I will send you the picture of the yeah. watercolor in front of the environment it's being painted yes. I highly recommend this service by Daphne. It's super adorable. <laughs> <laughs> so this other class that I mentioned last episode, which I feel like there were so many funny stories from that that I want to talk about today, but it was my Culinary Arts 101, aka French Cooking Basics, which me, James, and two of our friends went to. It was... So interesting because I'd actually had this class recommended to me by five different random people that did not know each other. Heard lots of rave reviews, went there, found it way too serious as I mentioned, but the real fun thing was doing it with my friends, so we were doing it with two of our friends, and one of them, Timothy, he's really bad at cooking, and that particular class was called Stuffed Pork. The class name was Stuffed Pork. Anyway, we got through to the end of the class and he made his stuffing, he cooked his pork, and lo and behold, he forgot to freaking stuff his pork. And we just <laughs> laughed at him so badly because we were saying the recipe was in the title of the class. Like, how did you miss this? So in the end, he had to just eat the pork and the stuffing separately, which I think he didn't mind too much, but it was just so hilarious. But there were numerous moments like that where... We were clearly like the bottom of the class. We weren't taking it as seriously. We were just having laughs and jokes and it was just a highly enjoyable time. It would have been 10 times more enjoyable if we were allowed to like drink a glass of wine while we were doing it, but <laughs> it was way too serious people, for that. People were being serious. How long yeah. was that course for? So it was every Wednesday night for I think 12 weeks. Um, and the first class you're not even allowed to like cook anything you're not even allowed to touch the knife but it was it was still highly enjoyable because of my friends and I will say there are some habits that James and I have taken away so every time in the class if you're walking with a hot pad of sauce or whatever it is you have to announce you have to yourself. yell <laughs> so you'd walk yeah. around being like hot pan hot hot pan repetitively or, sh- or knife or something yeah or sharp you. knife you have to say yeah sharp knife sharp knife as you're walking and we still do that at home so yeah definitely took away some real life skills from that one <laughs> okay so that was like a pretty involved course because that, that was, was 12 super weeks intense. in person yeah um at the cooking school with a uniform um, and proper shoes i'm jealous i think i would really have enjoyed that i think you would really love that class yeah a lot of other people really love that class and I will say which I think is something that's a common thread throughout all of this our teacher was excellent he was so funny so relatable so approachable and just like a good laugh I think that really makes or breaks a class like if you do not jive with your teacher then you're Mm -hmm. even if the content itself is good you kind of you know feel off yeah I agree with this. So June actually got me um, a knife skill class as my Mm. birthday present after she told me she attended this um, serious cooking school. (laughs) Um, So she did get me a knife skills class for me and Alex to attend. It was good, but I didn't really like the teacher. So I was like, I don't know. I I didn't really. I was. I know. but yeah, I do think having a good teacher. What was it about though? It was just the vibe. He just seemed a little bit snobby. 
I think he was treating us we were absolute noobs. Uh, it's just, it was just not a very like teaching vibe. It was like mm-hmm. I'm just gonna show you how to do it right. Okay, yeah, that's the worst. Um oh my gosh, I remember I actually attended an amazing seafood cooking workshop in <laughs> that just triggered my memory. Okay. In um tell. in Manchester with Alex it was amazing workshop it was all about seafood what made it amazing the teacher he was great he was such an amazing teacher and the class was so well thought out and the food we made was all so delicious and there was like eight of us and we had like breakfast lunch and then like dinner snack to take home it was amazing like we learned how to fillet flatfish round fish how to kill a crab how to shuck oysters how to clean Uh. prawns how to cook squid it was amazing wow I could never do that class, but it sounds like you really loved it. I loved it so much. I was so happy. It does sound delicious. (laughs) I love how most of yours are food related. (laughs) I know. All right, final thoughts on this topic. Do you have any takeaways? (laughs) So I would say do what makes you happy, but try to have someone that you can do it with so you can A, be accountable and B, enjoy the experience with. When I'm reflecting on my experiences, It's those moments of spending quality time with someone, but also learning something and then referencing it later on in life as well. Those are the things that have stuck with me and make it fun. So that would be kind of my top takeaway. How about you, Daph? I do think taking a course or taking a class is super accessible and learning is a lifelong journey. And Mm -hmm. when I was younger, learning was all about studying and education, all about the serious stuff. Never really thought of it like where you can do all the fun stuff too. And now as an Mm -hmm. adult, you can do all the fun stuff too. And maybe revisit the things that you wanted to do when you were younger and do it. It could be watercolor. It could be learning an instrument as well yep. i think or lettering you know i think that's gonna be my next one i want to letter yeah. like beautiful calligraphy but i agree with you if possible do it with someone um or join a group so you guys can hold each other accountable it's always more fun and as a class in a way you know yeah totes all right amazing well that about wraps up our episode as always let us know if you have any feedback questions we love hearing from you what are we talking about next week so next week we happen to be talking about taking a road trip Woo! and who do we Yay. have on the episode uh, we're gonna have a guest join us um on our take a road trip episode her name is jane and she mm-hmm. has done a few pretty pretty epic road trips in australia that i am quite jealous of thank you for listening and yeah. please stay safe everyone Bye, everybody. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.